0: Hello and welcome to the AgriFood Safety Produce Bites podcast, where we discuss all things produce safety and dive into the rules and regulations surrounding the Food Safety Modernization Act Produce Safety Rule.
1: My name is Phil Topo. I'm with Michigan State Extension in, based in Jackson County, but covering the entire state with on-farm produce safety.
0: My name's Shane Mart and I'm with h a Farms. We are our blueberry packing house and we also have a number of our growers have uh, U-picks and I have my own U-pick as well. So we're in Mount Dora, Florida. So we're just a little bit north of Orlando. So we do blueberries and I've got blackberries that I do myself.
1: So I'm here with Shane Mart and he's getting the tail end of his blueberry picking season. And so we thought it would be interesting to talk with him a little bit with regards to, to what he does and what he's done this season different. So, so I'm, I'm curious, you know, every state has really responded differently to this crisis. The responses have had various impacts on produce growers. I'm curious, how did Florida respond and was there any particular impact on your operation?
0: Um, Phil, I think there was a big impact. Um, uh, working in the packing house, um, as well as having my own U-Pick and dealing with some of our other growers that have U-Picks as well, um, I've kind of seen multiple viewpoints um from where you know from our industry the blueberry industry Mm -hmm. and um and so the food food service market um is essentially dried up with the closings of schools restaurants cruise ships you know and everything and um our blueberry season really coincides with you know spring break so a lot of you know a lot of people are traveling to florida and you know to our areas to uh do you picks and you know and kind of that's just something you know family you know families enjoy doing, so I feel like that's you know really you know kind of impacted sales um and just you know not having these big social gatherings and that's that's something really that you know I think that people want to come out you know groups families you know and everything to come out to our you know our u picks and and pick blueberries and and other produce as well so yeah it's it's been a huge impact I feel like on our operations and it's really uh We've kind of had to get creative as to what we were doing um, to, to really try to bring, bring uh, people still to the u through a variety of, of different ways and mm. kind of expand on that.
1: So everyone seems to have various levels of anxiety about our current situation. From a business perspective, was there anything that kept you up at night during this season about the crisis?
0: Um, being the, uh, you know, food safety director for H&A, um, employee safety is is definitely a huge concern um, when it comes to delivering, you know, everybody with a safe, wholesome product. So uh, employee health, I mean, that's been the big one. That's worried the heck out of me. You know, you see some of these headlines that we've seen recently with, you know, Smithfield with, you know, some of their pork facilities and everything having to shut down because of the virus. And so, um, that's, you know, that's really, you know, kind of hit home close to us because we do have a lot, you know, a lot of people that do work in the packing house. And, um, so we kind of do our best to, you know, really to social distance everybody. Um, you know, we've had extended trainings, you know, to reiterate the importance of GMPs and other good, you know, hygiene practices. Um, but, you know, in some, some situations in the packing house, especially it's, it's, it's really hard to maintain that six foot distance. So, you know, we've had to, you know, kind of get creative and that regard too um we uh we take temperatures we've got you know the thermal scammer, scanners and everything so before they come into work they uh they make sure we make sure that they don't have a fever so that's you know that's been, and anyone that has a fever has any symptoms of you know sickness they're not allowed to you know to work you know come in the back of the house to work so i think you know that's kind of been uh, a preventative measure you know step that we've taken um And then, you know, we've got hand sanitizer and and soap and, you know, hand wash stations about everywhere you can imagine. So we definitely, you know, can't hit home, you know, enough with that washing your hands and just and good hygiene. Um, We've got we've added additional people um, to our staff where all they're doing is, I mean, going around and and cleaning, you know, door handles, you know, uh, around the sink areas, you know, anywhere that there might be you know, where that virus may, you know, live momentarily until it gets on another person. So we really, you know, just kind of try to step up our sanitation and um, to try to prevent this as best we can.
1: So, so everyone, it sounds like you guys really did a pretty comprehensive program with regards to, to taking care of, of uh, uh, the sort of the, the employee base. I'm curious about. There's some folks that are walking around probably with some anxiety that might be your your um, customers. So I was kind of curious um, how you, if there were any differences in how you advertise to your prospective clientele uh, to address any anxiety they might have about coming out and doing you pick.
0: Um, surprisingly, it's kind of been there has been a lot of anxiety, but it's it's also been quite the opposite too in in some regard. Um, you know, at least for Floridians anyways, I can't speak for, you know, Michiganders or anything, and uh, I know we're not used to being cooped up for long periods of time, Um, so, um, you know, a lot of the families uh, really around here, it seems like they kind of have cabin fever, and they want to venture out and and do any outdoor activities that they're allowed to do, Um, and so what we've done, and I think what a lot of our growers have done, and what I've done as well with my U-Pick, um, we've kind of just done a great job keeping the customers, um, up to date with, you know, some of the practices that we're doing, you know, uh, to, to keep them safe. So we've done anything. We've got some of the U picks, um, that are doing like a curbside pickup where you call, you kind of call ahead or the, on their website, you know, sign up for the, you know, what products and stuff you're looking for and everything. And you can even, a lot of them are even doing prepay online. So you don't even have to exchange any kind of money. And um, and I think that's really put you know some of those customers at ease. So they you know they're not even getting out of their vehicle. They're rolling the window down. You know it's a person coming up to them that you know just washed and sanitized their hands, handing them their product, and they can be along their way and and they feel good supporting you know local agriculture. Um, and then I've got other ones that um, right down the road for me, um, a friend of mine. They've got a you pick peaches, and they've done a uh, they've got a sign up. Uh, I believe it was sign up genius. It was a it's a free program you can get online. And um, they, they use that and they just, they have different time slots that you can sign up for. And they won't let more than 10 people into, you know, that field or that block. And so they've, do, they've done everything they can kind of to, to social distance, you know, individuals. So, you know, families can still kind of go out and do that outdoor activity and still say, stay safe and abide by, you know, the guidelines set for it.
1: Well, it sounds like you mentioned that Floridians are, don't like to be cooped up. So I'm curious if there were any differences in maybe the number of the demographics of the customers that showed up this year, as opposed to maybe previous years in the past.
0: Um, that's a tough one, because I've, I've, I've honestly, I've seen both ends of the spectrum. Um, so you see a lot of, you know, families with young children and everything that, you know, they want to get them out of the house, want to get them running around, you know, outside doing something. Um, and then you also see, you know, some of the older couples um where you know older couples want to get out and you know i think their thing is they really want to support you know american local agriculture and so that's you know that's been a big one so you know you'll see a various you know a lot a lot of face masks, and you know doing our our part and everything to you know keep those those people that are most at risk you know safe so um it's really it's honestly it's been refreshing i guess to to see the pride um in which these customers have for taking part and really wanting to get out there and purchase local American produce.
1: Sweet, sweet. Well, so I, I heard you talk a little bit about this, but I'm, I'm wondering uh, apart from just signage, were there other ways that you communicated the changes to customers that you made or, or the employees on the farm? How did you reinforce? Um, Cause it sounded like you did a lot of things to help make sure that your employees stayed healthy and, and tried to make sure that, that, there wasn't a lot of spread among among your customer base. Um, were there any special ways this year at pre, different than, than previous years in terms of talking about food safety or talking about just general health and hygiene of, of workers?
0: Um, well I, a lot of, like I said before you know a lot of the growers you know they have closed the U pick portion um, of you know of the business and they've been doing you know scheduled pickup hours which is something normally they wouldn't be doing you know after hours where the people that you know that are on the front lines or you know the different people that still have to you know have to work um the essential essential employees um just do an after hour kind of pickup um the pre-picked produce has you know been a been a Big thing or new thing, I guess, because I mean, a lot of times, essentially, they really want the reason they're coming out to this you pick is they want to pick their own produce, but they understand that it could be a little bit more, you know, dangerous at this time. So they've been more accepting of, you know, of buying the, you know, the pre pick stuff that's coming from the farm um, and like having scheduled appointments and that besides you know facebook market or facebook itself has been you know kind of it's a blessing and a curse it, it uh it definitely helps get the word out and you know I've, i'm able to you know talk to all my customers that want to come out and say hey if you're coming out this is what i need you to do for me and you know if you're sick don't you know we find someone else that you know can go get the produce for you um and just reiterate the importance of you know washing your hands. I've got plenty of hand wash stations. We've got plenty of hand sanitizer when you come out. So um, really just informing the public ahead of time to what to expect when you come to, you know, to the UPIC. So, you know, Facebook, Instagram, um, if, you know, some of the other growers that we have, they have their own website where they're able to post some of those instructions. And then I've, you know, gone as far as, you know, poster board and making, you know, handmade signs as well when they get to, you know, the facility. So um, I think it really depends on how the operation is set up. Um, and how comfortable that, you know, you feel that you'll be able to follow the rules and, you know, to spread that, you know, the, to limit the spread of that, you know, that virus. So, I mean, all the growers, myself, everyone at H&A and, and Atwood Family Farms, you know, and, and Southern Hill, are ones around our area that we work with. And they've done an excellent job um, really doing everything we can to inform the public and, and preventing, you know, any, you know, the spread of this virus, so. I've seen other ones um, eliminate eliminate cash transactions, so everything is done, you know, PayPal or Venmo or just some of those online um, cash tra- you know transactions, and, and so you don't you don't have the exchanging of money or anything like that where it could possibly contaminate that person or you know. So that's that's been the biggest the, the you know the biggest challenges and different you know changes to, to the UPIs.
1: Sweet. One last question. I'm curious if you could change one thing about this season, what, what would it be in terms of, in, in terms of the way things went and the practices that you put in place, what one thing would you change going, having to go through it again?
0: Um, I think preparedness has been the biggest thing because really this has been, this has really changed the dynamic of you picks and and a lot, a lot of us have, we're not, you know, prepared for something like this and having to change on the fly. I think everyone has done an excellent job doing that, but it's really been a challenge. So I think just kind of adapting that situation and really preparing ourselves for the future. If something like this were to happen, you know, knock on wood, hopefully, you know, we don't have to deal with something like this in the future, but, um, I, I think, you know, larger, um, larger stock of supplies. I mean, I kind of scrambled, you know, trying to find sanitizer was, you know, difficult to, to find. So I, you know, I wish I had a little bit more and paper towels, you know, paper goods are still, I don't know how it is up there, but they, it's, it's definitely difficult to try to get your hands on paper towels. And so I, um, I I wish, I, I wish we had a, you know, a little bit better, better, better stock of those kind of things, um, we were able to find it and provide those, you know, the employees and, and provide anyone that comes out to our farms, you know, with hand sanitizer, but it's definitely been a struggle to try to find some of those goods. So I think in the future, I'll definitely have a larger supply of that so I don't have to, you know, scramble around finding it.
1: I think we all have learned the value of having an extra roll of toilet paper squirreled away somewhere <laughs> yes, exactly. or, or uh, the same thing with, with uh, to- uh, paper towels. Mm-hmm. Shane thanks so much for joining us today I really appreciate it I, I really uh, I think you bring uh, a really good perspective because we're maybe a month or two months away from a month and a half away from strawberry season and then blueberry season to follow so okay. you know we're still trying to learn and negotiate this stuff uh, and I really appreciate your your perspective because I think it'll it'll bring a lot to the UPIC pick folks up
0: up this way absolutely anytime Links or definitions to anything referenced in this episode are provided in our show notes, which can be accessed on the website at canrmsuedu safety. You may also visit the Agrifood Safety website for additional produce safety resources, trainings, and assistance offered by MSU Extension. Thank you to everyone for listening, and don't forget to tune in next month for another episode of our Produce Bites podcast.